schools after telling them to stand back and stand by. Also, the president threatening not to accept rule changes after his interruptions in the first debate and rising concerns of voter intimidation after he urged his supporters to control the polls. Also, tens of thousands of airline workers out of a job with Washington deadlocked. Is there any hope of another bailout deal? The death toll climbing in California's wildfire emergency, high winds supercharging the flames. Coronavirus on the rise in 28 states, single-day records in South Dakota and Wisconsin. The new warning as flu season begins. Mail-in voting concerns. A Republican governor today ordering several drop-off locations to shut down. And a staggering number of ballots from black voters in a key battleground rejected. NBC News investigates QAnon, the conspiracy theory an alarming number of voters believe who we found Q's website registered to far outside the U.S. And Chrissy Teigen opening up about her and John Legend's heartbreaking loss. Perhaps the best chance for President Trump to narrow Joe Biden's lead. But tonight, Trump advisors are telling NBC News that within the campaign, there's a sense of lost opportunity after Tuesday's debate was smothered by the president's constant interruptions. Tonight, Mr. Trump tried to find footing by stoking his manufactured voting fraud crisis, while in Minnesota last night, fanning the flames of xenophobia, doing little to quell doubts about his views on race. Jeff Bennett reports. President Trump touting his combative and chaotic debate performance during a rally in Minnesota Wednesday. And they say that we, we, all of us won big last night. But tonight, there are big worries among some Trump aides that he squandered a chance to regain momentum in the race. Trump advisors telling NBC News the president failed to make inroads with undecided voters, coming off as mean and angry rather than confident and in command. The president, they say, neglected to deliver many of his planned remarks, instead sparking controversy for refusing to denounce white supremacy. Give me a name. Give me a white name. White supremacists and right boys, stand back and stand by. President Trump on Wednesday attempting to distance himself. I don't know who the proud boys are. I can only say they have to stand down, let law enforcement do their work. But hours later, on that rally stage in Minnesota, the president stirred racist fears about immigrants with this false claim about Joe Biden. Biden will turn Minnesota into a refugee camp. It's a disgrace what they've done to your state. Minnesota has a large community of Somalian immigrants. Joe Biden, for his part, says he's looking forward to the next presidential debate with its town hall format. I get to actually speak to real people. They ask questions. I get to stand in front of them and ask and answer real questions from the American people. The Commission on Presidential Debates says it's making changes to the remaining debates to ensure a more orderly discussion of the issues. The president today signals he would oppose any changes to the rules while claiming that he easily won the first matchup with Joe Biden. With nearly every major poll showing President Trump trailing Biden, the president is stepping up his efforts to undermine the integrity of the election with false attacks on voting by mail and now taking aim at voting in person. With concerns growing over a Republican effort to mobilize an army of Trump supporters, an estimated 50,000 volunteers to act as election monitors in November, policing polling locations across the country, looking for fraud which experts say doesn't exist, sparking fears of voter intimidation. I'm urging 
my supporters to go into the polls and watch very carefully. That's unfolding as internal Department of Homeland Security documents, exclusively obtained by NBC News, reveal that officials at the agency were directed to make public comments that were sympathetic to Kyle Rittenhouse. Rittenhouse is the 17-year-old Trump supporter charged with fatally shooting two men in Kenosha, Wisconsin last month. President Trump himself has suggested Rittenhouse acted in self-defense. I guess he was in very big trouble. He would have been, I, he probably would have been killed, but it's under, it's under investigation. And Jeff joins us now. Texas's Republican Governor Jeff made a move to restrict ballot drop-off locations today. What more can you tell us about that? Well, Governor Greg Abbott is limiting the drop-off locations to one per county. Voting rights advocates warn it could suppress thousands of votes requiring long drives to deliver ballots. Polling shows the presidential race within single digits in Texas, and Democrats say that's why the governor is now changing the rules. Lester? All right, Jeff, in this program note, I'll be hosting a town hall with Joe Biden in Miami, kicking off our Across America Week, where I'll visit key battleground states to talk to voters. Tonight, furloughs have begun for tens of thousands of airline workers as negotiations on a new pandemic relief package drag on. Glenn Alexander tells us more. The waiting game has been unbearable for Tiana Davenport. The anxiety then turned into disappointment, turned into dread, turned into worry uh, as to what am I to do now? She is among at least 32,000 airline workers now out of work as Democrats and the White House struggle to reach a deal on COVID relief. After two major surgeries, Tiana fears losing her health insurance altogether, set to expire, she says, at year's end. What was the most difficult part of this wait for you? I never imagined myself in this position, and I'm pretty sure many Americans don't. Now she is desperately looking to Washington. On the table, a White House aid package worth more than a trillion and a half dollars, including money for unemployment insurance, rent and mortgage assistance, and COVID testing. But House Democrats say that is not enough to help working families. That's why we not only have a dollars debate, we have a values debate. Still, I'm optimistic. Nancy Pelosi is not being serious. If she becomes serious, then we can have a discussion here. But with no deal in place, both United and American Airlines have started furloughs, a move they aim to reverse if aid comes through. American CEO Doug Parker telling employees, I am extremely sorry. It is not what you all deserve. Today, the Airline Workers Union taking Washington to task. Workers lost their jobs today because the politicians who were elected to protect them failed to take action. Now, employees like Tiana are hoping it's not too late. I pray that Congress can come to a solution to help us out. And other giants like Delta and Southwest have been able to hold off on layoffs for now. Meanwhile, tonight on Capitol Hill, the House is voting on a separate relief bill brought by Speaker Nancy Pelosi worth more than $2 trillion. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell has called it outlandish. Lester? All right, Blaine Alexander in Atlanta, thank you. In Northern California, those deadly wildfires are threatening to destroy more of wine country with high winds making it even worse. Miguel Almaguer is there. Losing more ground, this is what the firefight looks like. Crews undermanned and overmatched as tens of thousands of homes are threatened. The unstoppable infernos devouring hundreds of homes like Kevin and Nikki Connick. 
heartbreak is only matched by the size of the fires hopscotching through wine country. It's all gone. It's burned. A school that stood for 118 years, now a mangled mass of metal. This year's fire season in California has been historic for all the wrong reasons. Some four million acres have gone up in flames and smoke. Across the state, more than 7,500 structures have been destroyed, but the highest toll, 30 lives lost. Just as the air attack returns to the firefight, not everything is gone. A sheriff's lieutenant saving this home with a garden hose. And while the loss is immense, what's been saved is symbolic. Flames consumed this winery, but these firefighters protected the only sign of hope, today returning it to its owners. In some communities where the wildfire has already blown through and is no longer a threat, neighbors return home for the first time. But far too often, this is what they find what looks like a war zone or a movie set. But many say, in the footprint of this rubble, they will rebuild. Lester? All right, Miguel Almaguer on the fire lines tonight, thanks. Let's turn to the COVID pandemic now with a troubling increase in more than half the states, just as experts warn the start of flu season creates that double threat we've been hearing about. With more, here's Gabe Gutierrez. Tonight, as coronavirus cases surge in parts of the Midwest, some hospitals in Wisconsin are being forced to wait list or transfer patients. This is a grave, dark reminder for all of us in our state that COVID-19 isn't over. In all, 28 states and Puerto Rico have seen a rise in COVID cases over the past two weeks. Our patients are stressed, our nurses are stressed, and our doctors are stressed. But in Nebraska, where cases are up 108% in two weeks, some business owners are defiant. I don't want people on my property wearing masks because there's a lot of people that come and go. And if something comes up missing and I've got a videotape of somebody with a mask on, I'll never figure out who it is. The Trump administration's testings are says the opposite. Everyone needs to be disciplined about wearing a mask. It's very, very important to protect others as yourself. Public health officials are intensifying their warnings of a possible twindemic in the fall if people don't get their flu shots. Let's not procrastinate. Let's do it now. Get yourself and everyone else in your family vaccinated. Here in Kentucky, the governor is sounding the alarm after the state's second highest daily COVID count since March. We need you to wear a facial covering. 1,018 cases ought to be a wake-up call if... Last week's 5,000, almost 5,000 cases wasn't. In Louisville, classes are virtual, but some caretakers are driving to this elementary school to pick up lunches for their kids. I'm scared of, of them bringing something home, spreading it to their parents, maybe spreading it to me. With the uptick in cases, Mary French says she's glad her grandchild's school is not reopening just yet. How worried are you? Well, um, yeah, because I'm unemployed right now. My husband's unemployed. So um, it's just, it's, we just take it day by day and stay home, be safe, and use the mask and social distancing. Here in Kentucky, the governor said today there were more than 1,500 active cases among college students. Lester? All right, Gabe, thanks. The pandemic has dramatically altered how we vote, with ballots mailed to every voter in nine states and absentee voting permitted for all in 34 more. In tonight's Vote Watch, Morgan Radford on the challenges in Battleground, North Carolina. Christopher Gibson says he's voted in every election, but this year in North Carolina, he voted by mail for the first time. 
voting is very important. I grew up in the Jim Crow era. You decided you were going to vote no matter what. If I had to call, if I had to call, I would have I gone. But his mail-in ballot was rejected. He was missing a witness signature. In North Carolina, more than a million people have requested mail-in ballots this year. But the rate of rejection for mail-in ballots, those sent back because of inconsistencies, is four times higher for black voters than white ones. We still seem to be fighting to vote in 2020. Here are some of the issues that county officials in election offices like this one are seeing. For example, some of these mail-in ballots may be missing a signature or the signature of a witness, which is something that North Carolina requires. And for voters who are used to voting in person or early, voting for the first time on a mail-in ballot could lead to some mistakes. State election officials stress that the ballot review process is bipartisan that neither the envelope nor the ballot contain information about the voters' race. And voters are given a chance to correct their ballots before Election Day. Still, some voters are wary. Making sure that I did everything right according to the rules and making sure there's no excuses for my vote not being counted. Should other states be concerned that ballots could be being rejected on that? There are voters all over the state and all over the country who are undergoing we're taking part in the mail balloting process for the very first time. We're urging people to, if you're going to vote by mail, do it early so that you're given a chance to correct it. And be counted. Morgan Radford, NBC News, Charlotte. In 60 seconds, our investigation into QAnon, the far-right conspiracy theory, its false claims attracting more and more followers. We have an important reality check ahead. I'm Greg. I'm 68 years old. I do motivational speaking. In addition to the substitute teaching, I honestly feel that that's my calling, to give back to younger people. I think most adults will start realizing that they don't recall things as quickly as they used to, or they don't remember things as vividly uh, as they once did. I've been taking Prevagen for about three years now. People say to me periodically, man, you got a memory like an elephant. It's really, really helped me tremendously. Prevagen, healthier brain, better life. You clean dishes as you cook to save time and stay ahead of the mess. But scrubbing still takes time. Now there's Dawn Power Wash Dish Spray. The faster, easier way to clean as you go. It cleans grease five times faster. On easy messes, just spray, wipe, and rinse. On tough messes, the spray-activated suds cut through grease on contact. Without water, just wipe and rinse. Get dishes done faster. Dawn Power Wash Dish Spray. Spray, wipe, rinse. All right, we're back with our NBC News investigation into QAnon, the far-right conspiracy movement considered a domestic terror threat by the FBI, but has now grown into a political movement. Tom Costello with our report. We need to warn you, these baseless theories are pretty disturbing. At Trump rallies nationwide, the Q pops up in a sea of campaign signs. It stands for QAnon and a long list of false, outlandish, and anti-Semitic conspiracy theories that big-name Democrats, celebrities, and the mega-rich are child-trafficking pedophiles who kill children and drink their blood in a satanic ritual. Joe Biden himself a frequent target. All of it, they say, exposed in coded messages by someone deep inside the government named Q. You believe there's a ring of high-profile politicians who are kidnapping and sacrificing children? I do believe that. Who's behind QAnon? The digital evidence shows Q's website is hosted by a pig farmer in the Philippines who owns racist and pornographic websites. NBC News investigative reporter Brandy Zadrozny says the movement exploded with millions of members when the pandemic hit, upending lives and livelihoods. 
QAnon movement and the QAnon membership has grown probably tenfold since March. So we're talking thousands of groups, millions of members, and it's global now as well. The FBI has labeled QAnon a domestic terror threat. In 2017, a North Carolina man went to prison after firing a gun in a D.C. pizza restaurant looking for the alleged pedophile cult and Internet Live. In 2018, a suspect in an armored car tried to block traffic on the Hoover Dam. And followers routinely swap child trafficking hotlines with bogus internet rumors using the hashtag SaveTheChildren. It's distracting from the true efforts combating human trafficking, and also it's causing a lot of trauma to survivors who are reading a lot of this sensational sort of drama online. It was the most devastating thing in my life. Kim Holberg says her fiancé, with two college degrees and grown children, left her after becoming absorbed in Q's online communities. He became darker, more sullen, angry. I lost the guy that was funny and sweet and played practical jokes on me. QAnon followers believe President Trump is a hero. I understand they like me very much, mm -hmm. uh, which I appreciate. Secretly working to stop the pedophile cult. Is that supposed to be a bad thing or a good thing? I mean, you know, if, uh, if I can help save the world from problems, I'm willing to do it. The president has promoted tweets and links from QAnon believers, and dozens of state and congressional candidates have at times voiced support, including Georgia Republican candidate Marjorie Taylor Greene. Q is a patriot. We know that for sure. But once she won her primary race, she disavowed QAnon. Last month, Facebook and Twitter removed thousands of QAnon pages with millions of members. But the movement grows by the day. This week, a Democratic congressman from New Jersey said he's received death threats from QAnon followers after sponsoring a resolution to condemn the movement. Meanwhile, experts say this is becoming a political force for the elections, and they worry about potential violence in the weeks ahead. Lester? An important story to share. Tom, thank you very much. Up next, Chrissy Teigen and John Legend's heartbreaking loss. You don't need a big meeting. You don't need a birthday. You don't need any excuse at all. You just need to love yourself. Time is well. So go ahead and cater to your craving. Share some laughs. Be yourself a bum. When you're through with powering through, it's time for TheraFlu. Hot liquid medicine. Powerful relief so you can restore and recover. TheraFlu. Hot meets cold. Introducing the new Eco Power Plus Blower. It generates 650 cubic feet of air per minute, delivering performance that exceeds the power of gas. The Eco Power Plus Blower. 